What's happening? What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live, baby. We are live. We are located at the Paladine Cigar Bar right here in the heart of Fort Worth, Texas. Thank y'all for uh, tuning in, uh, giving your feedback. If anybody, if you, you ever, ever want to reach out, um, you want to voice your opinion, say what you feel about the podcast, if you like it or you're hating it, send it to tap in this t-a-p-n with just the letter n podcast at gmail.com send in your letters t-a-p-n podcast p-o-d-c-a-s-t i don't know why i had to spell that but you know some people may not know how to spell so we gotta we gotta put that out there for the people who can't spell you know what i mean um so i am in in the podcast studio right here by myself okay i ain't got no guests nobody just here by my lonesome and i did i had to make a decision right i had to make a decision i had some guests that was supposed to come on right they didn't show up so i could have i could have either one just said you know what fuck it i ain't doing it today and let let that be that or i could say you know what fuck it this is my thing you know what i mean this is something that i'm doing and still come on here and record the podcast this is a lesson right i'm 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 at that point in my life where i'm starting to take the the shit that I, that looks bad or that feels bad right and then still trying to take the lesson out of it so this is a lesson to everybody that's you trying to achieve something you going after something you want to do something no matter what that is right to always continue going on to your fucking journey you know what i mean continue on going on to your journey continue on doing what you see yourself doing you know what i mean and i got motherfucking drinks in here got food all kinds of shit and ain't nobody here but at the end of the day this is the platform that i'm creating right nobody else this is my platform and i appreciate y'all for listening in um continue giving your feedback to me tell me you know do this do that don't do this you know what i mean that means y'all are in tune for what's going on and then also in the background i got um what's what's the name of this it is the uh with terrence howard um what the fuck is this movie called it is it's hard out here for a pimp uh i can't remember the movie god dang it and they and I'm watching it, but as soon as I do the info to see what is on the TV, it say Martin. BT, y'all, man, this is, I don't know, it's the heart out here for a pimp movie. I don't know what it, forget what the name of the movie is right now. But, and I'm on, I'm lo- watching a part of the movie where Terrence Howard's character, DJ, is trying to meet uh, Stinky Black. And he goes into the into the little club and stinky black or stinky black whatever his name is is dissing him you know what i mean he don't want to listen to that 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 dub that tape that he got that he worked hard for and at first he get turned down at first he go back and forth but he you know he say you know what this is his dream this is what he wanted to do and so he makes stinky black you know, go ahead and try. Y'all know the movie, hell. And so while I was watching that, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing the podcast anyway. I'm doing this shit no matter what. It's my podcast. And we gonna rock, baby. We rocking, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead. Same topics that I was gonna have when the people was supposed to come. Same topics. Now, let's get into this. This Kanye West album, Okay. I've heard, you know, a bunch of different opinions 
about the Kanye West album. Um, and I hadn't heard the music, right? I hadn't listened to the album. Some people were saying it was horrible. Some people say they liked it. And then I said, you know what? Let me do this before I judge or take anybody else's opinion. Let me go listen to the, the, the album, my damn self. So I decided to get up, turned on, went on title. You know what I mean? Cause I, I use title, not Apple music, not Spotify, none of that. I'm on title. And I listen to the music. I pull on the whole CD. I stop at the gas station. I'm still listening to it. Pump my gas full of my tank. By the time I get out of the gas station, it's only one more song left. I said, what the? F is this a whole album or is these just interludes? I'm like, what the? F Why this shit so short? But I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just listen to it. And then it was one song that I was like, you know what? I kind of like this song, but then it shit just cut off. Like there's no subtlety. There's no nothing. Now I will give, I give, we'll, we'll give credit. Kanye has some dope beats in here. He got some dope beats in on, on his album. But some of this, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what, what, what is he talking about? The one song that I really I was I was kind of jamming to is called Water. And I was like, yeah, this kind of this kind of hard. But there is the the like I said, the beats are dope. The beats are all dope. The thing that there is like no substance in none of the music. Now, I don't know if this is a if this is a rap album, if this is a gospel album. I I don't know what it is, right? But I'm just listening to it. From coming from a hip hop artist, is this a gospel album or is this a or is this a, a a rap album? So I'm listening to it and there's no substance. The lyrics are horrible. Every other word is God. Every other word is Jesus. Every word is my God is this. Listen to God and God is Jesus. And I'm like, okay, I know like with gospel music or if spiritual music or worship music. In the lyrics, there is some substance, right? The same way how he talk about what he's overcome should have been in his lyrics. Should have been him talking about his lyrics. Him should have been talking about, hey, this is what, you know, I'm going through. It should have been none. Of, it should have been some of that. You know what I mean? Something that like you would have took from it like would inspire you when you going through a moment or when you feeling down you know what let me put on this Kanye West album but there was none of that there was none of that I was like why is he doing this and you know what it made me it made me think of it made me think of if I don't know if y'all seen um uh the birth of a nation it 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 made me think about that, and the, here's the reason why it made me think of that is because when in the movie, right, they picked um, the Nate Parker, they picked his character to go around and read the Bible to all the other um, all the other slaves, and he was picked out by the slave master as the good nigga right or the good slave and i'm like this is exactly what the fuck this is this is exactly birth of a nation what we seeing right now kanye has has stood by you know the trump administration he has you know jumped around like said oh okay i, I love trump you know what i mean uh slavery was a choice he, he's he's constantly like bashed, you know, or, or stood by somebody who's obviously not for people. You know what I mean? He's obviously like stood next to this person. And then right after that, now he is saved. He is into he is into Christ. He's into Jesus. He's into God. And he's trying to preach this message that, you know, God is Lord and he's a super Christian. And I'm like, 
I'm like, man, what the what the hell? Like, what kind of like why do why do why do black people right? Or not even gonna say black people. Why is it that anytime a, a celebrity or somebody and and here's my here's my take on religion. Religion is for for you, for the person who is going through it, right? You, that your own personal, well, I ain't going to say religion. I ain't going to say the religion is. I'm going to say your spirituality, spirituality is for the individual who's going through it, right? And that's a personal relationship. That's a personal relationship between you and your Lord and Savior or whoever you believe in. That's between y'all two. And it's a personal relationship that that y'all have that's exclusive to just y'all two. And it's just like being in a relationship with another human being, right? Whatever y'all got going on is supposed to be between you and that other person. And in Kanye case, in Kanye's case, it's supposed to be between him and God. But also I heard another opinion that, you know, as artists, they are supposed to, you know, whatever they're going through, they're going to put in their music. And which I can understand that. I get that. But at the same time, why, why is it immediately after he done, he's done all this bull with slavery is a choice. He's, he's just, you know, standing by this, this guy who, who doesn't represent black people or doesn't seem to have the best interest for black people immediately right after that. He's starting Sunday service. He's going around preaching this gospel, telling people to get in God, get into God. And I feel like, listen, that's great for you, Kanye. If you find the Lord and you turn your life around, that's great for you. But you trying to push that on us or the public, that ain't that they may not be what we want. And then, you know, slavery may not be a choice, but you know what is a choice? to listen to this bullshit, to, to actually tune in and have that be your, 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 your way of getting through. And I'm like, yeah, I just can't, I, I just can't fuck with Kanye, man. I, I, I just, just all his antics. It's, it seemed like he's just one of them little spoiled little brats where this nigga just cry and cry until this nigga could get his way until he get his way. He just pout. He went on this whole rant about these white billionaires and all these people letting him in and letting him do this and they holding him back. And I'm going to say as, as hip hop culture, as, as, um, black people, we stood by him or we was like, you know what? It, it might be some truth to what he's saying because like, we all feel as an everyday citizen and not even black and white. Let me not even make this a black and white thing as people that had are not, um, in that upper echelon of tax bracket. We all kind of feel slighted in some kind of way. You know what I mean? White people, they may, they may have their own, uh, things that they go through. You know what I mean? But the people, if you ain't got no money, like that is, you going to feel slighted some kind of, some kind of way. People are going to treat you some kind of way if you ain't got the money. You ain't got money, they're going to treat you some kind of way. And then I watched the interview where Kanye said that God is showing out in his life. And he got $38 million or something like that or $68 million back on his tax returns. And that's how God is showing out in his life because he made all this money the year before and he still was in a negative but now ever since he's been, you know, going through church and going and now God is showing out. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, like my money and God is not in the same vein. I don't th- I don't I don't put them two together. I don't make that correlation where if I'm being financially uh, blessed then that's God showing out because the year before I was broke. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see how those two even connect or even go together. 
Now, some people may, you know what I mean? Financial blessings. Like, I get that. You know what I mean? I, I get the financial blessings. I'm all for financial blessings. But if that's God showing out, then, I mean, I know a lot of drug dealers that, that would be like, yeah, God is showing out. Last, last year, I was only doing half ounces, quarter ounces. But now, this boy, I'm up to pounds. God is showing out in my life. And it's, and if you, if you, you like Dante, that is ridiculous. That's my exact point. That is my exact point that God is, God and what financially, if you moving up in the world, congratulations to you. You know what I mean? Congratulations to you and your hustle. And you've been, you've been blessed to, to be able to come out, out of that position that you was in. But I don't feel like that's God showing out. I just, I just don't. And it's like I seen a, a clip on 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 YouTube where um, he wanted his he wanted Kim now to stop dressing sexy. Nah, nah, don't don't stop. No, don't stop Kim dressing sexy now. Nah, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. God bless you with her. Keep that same energy and make it where yeah. She's still sexy. We still love it. You know what I mean? We still like looking at Kim. So, yes, keep on that. Keep keep that same energy, Kanye. Because I, 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 I'm just, I'm done with Kanye. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all. And I, I think, black people, we got to get away from turning to religion, Right? I feel like we got to get away from turning to religion and following a, a set of rules. I think, I think in in our essence or in our nature, we are more spiritual beings. We have a, a inner um, spirituality. We we are t- in tune with our feelings like a lot. You know what I mean? And we have to we have to use that to navigate through through the world and not just follow a set of rules. Like we have to start taking it, taking our own power back, taking our own power back. And what's inside of you is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Whatever that feeling is, whatever those instincts are that, that you have with inside of you start, start being that your, your, your spiritual guidance into what you want to do. Start following that rule. What you say is, you know what, this is how I feel. This is what I want to do. If if it's not hurting nobody or if it's not um, going going to 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 slight somebody else, feel go with your gut feelings. I always hear people where they say black women got, you know, intuition like they're not the only one who got intuition. Black women are not the only ones who got intuition. They're just more women in general are just more in tune to their feelings. They're more in tune to their to 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 that that little thing inside of them that says, oh, yeah, this ain't right. Something ain't right. I feel like everybody has that same intuition inside of them, but they don't they don't recognize it or they not they're not in tune with it. So when you get in, when you're able to get in tune with with your intuition or your feelings when you're able to 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 get to that point follow your intuition man trust trust yourself trust yourself to know okay this is the way i want to go and now nah, i'm not feeling that feel energy energy is is a state of 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 being spiritual be able to tap in and feel people's energy and we do it all the time because like they say, you ever like you ever been in, been somewhere and something just don't feel right, and most people be like, "Oh man, I'm about to leave. I'm getting out of here." Something is yeah, something just off. The energy is just off. That's your intuition. You know what I mean? I, I've been following my intuition a lot of a lot of my life. Some of it has been where I paid attention to it. Some of it has been where I ignored it. But mo- majority of the times. Like I follow my intuition and I've been able to escape stuff like, like right away. I remember when I was a kid, 
right? I think I was in junior high, probably like seventh, eighth grade. And my mom would never let me go to house parties. She would never, like, anytime there was a house party in L.A., she was like, uh-uh, nope, we ain't going to a house party. Nah, you don't do house parties. Nah, we're not going. And it was this one house party that everybody in my junior high was talking about. Everybody around the school, they was all, oh, we going to such and such party. We going to go. We going to go. And I'm like, like, I was like, mom, like, you got to let me go to this. This is like going to be the biggest party ever. This is like, this is going to be big. Everybody in school is going to be talking about it. It's going to be dope. Like, mom, I got to be there. I got to be there. She was like, no, you're not going to no house party. Point blank, period. And I was like, mom, what? Like, come on, you got you to gotta let me go. She was like, no. That w- the party w- happened on a Saturday. Got back to school Monday. The party got shot up. The party was like, I, the dude who actually threw the party is the one who got shot. And I was like, God dang. If I was there, I knew I because I'm the when I was young, I was the type of person that always was in the mix and around everything. I knew I probably would have been the one that probably would have got shot. Because I would have been in the mix and, you know, laughing and joking and playing with everybody. I would have been the one that was right in the mix. And I was like, dang. And from that point on, like in my mind, my mom was always correct. Like, nope, I don't do house parties. Yep. Nah, nah, I'm cool. No house parties for me. I, if it's not at a club where they got security, I ain't going. You know what I mean? And I didn't really start even going to clubs or parties until I got to Prairie View. Prairie View is when I got out of that, okay, you know what? Parties ain't that bad. They ain't, they ain't going to all, all the parties ain't going to get shot up. So let me go ahead and enjoy this. So back to my point. Black people start... Or people in general, man or woman, white or black, go with your intuition. That little thing that's in your stomach that tells you something ain't right, or this is better, or this is good, or no, this ain't good. This don't something just feel off. Start following that intuition. Go with your gut. You know what I mean? And my gut tells me Kanye is bipolar. That's that's my that's my assessment of Kanye. He really is bipolar. Like really he really is bipolar. It's like one minute he's he's over here doing and, and swear on this and he's speaking with like with such conviction on this is bad blah, 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 this is the good. And then on the other hand, he's just like he's on a total opposite. And is for me as somebody who who grew up on hip hop and the people who and basically the music basically like you know raised me or you know my I, my 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 thoughts and ideology about the world you know majority came from music and lyrics and so it's like i can't i just can't fool with it i yeah, i just can't i can't do it I can't follow it. I, I, I'm i just, I'm not rocking with Kanye. If y'all want to, y'all go ahead. Be my guest. Rock rock with Kanye. Follow Kanye into whatever abyss he want to, he want to uh, fo- take y'all down. But I, I just can't do it no more. I'm done. All right. That's my assessment of Kanye. Now, I want to say a big shout out to, to KF Hart. He is back up and running. This nigga released a video. And ever since then, nigga back tweeting like like he wasn't gone for three months. <laughs> so shout out to Kev. Like, damn. Nigga dropped a like a, a he dropped a video and then said, you know what, fuck it. I'm back promoting like usual. All right, let's get it, baby. Shout out to Kevin, man. Like. I got one Kevin Hart story. <laughs> one good one, let me say. It was, I was at the Laugh Factory. We had just finished, the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. We were just leaving the club, the comedy club. And we all went to, back to his, uh, right now he was, he's the party promoter, or his, what, what is, what is Kev, what is, 
Pookie to, I think he's road manager or something, I think, or his, I don't know what, what Pookie does for him now, but Pookie was the promoter for the Laugh Factory that's been going, it's called Chocolate Sundays, he's been doing that club for shit, I don't know how many years, promoting that club every Sunday, if you in LA, if you in Hollywood, go check out Chocolate Sundays at the Laugh Factory on Sundays, okay, um, my boy Ron G is the host over there. From what I see, he's doing an incredible job hosting it. Um, but we we left the club. We went back to Pookie House, and Pookie had, and it was probably like six or seven girls that came back to Pookie House. And it was just like we just, it's like a little kickback. Like after the club, we just go hang out and chill. Pookie had like a little, um, volleyball thing in his backyard and it's like a it, it look from like for those who don't know like the la houses they look small from the front they look tiny but when you go in like they got motherfucking different floors you know what i mean they're like they big so pookie had you know decent sized house you know what i mean and in his backyard this nigga had wiffle ball he had volleyball courts Nigga had a big pool table in the living room. I'm like, God damn, Chocolate Sundays is doing good shit. But um, so we out, we out just playing, you know what I mean? Volleyball, wiffle ball, you know what I mean? People, they have music. We playing, we dancing and just kicking it. And then we go to, uh, we all come in the house and they was like, let's play um, Truth or Dare. It was like, all right, fuck it. Let's play Truth or Dare. So we all got in this like big ass circle you know what I mean? All the girls. And it was me, Pookie, Kev, um, and a dude named Ocean. He is a comedian. Ocean Glapion. So we all, you know, playing Truth or Dare. And how we was doing it, we would spin a bottle, right? And when it land on you, you get to pick somebody and say, you know, Truth or Dare. You pick somebody, you say Truth or Dare. And so when we got to, um, they got to a couple of girls and it was like, you know, first it was all, all right, I dare you to go kiss her. You know what I mean? I dare you to go fill on her titties. Uh, girls, I dare you to grab his dick. It was like little shit like that. <laughs> it was like it was like kindergarten, like high school shit. And so one of the girls was like, um, Kev was like, um, it landed on Kev. He was like, Dante, um, I dare you to go show uh, such and such a dick. I was like, bet. Like a nigga, I ain't, I ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I ain't scared. And so, I got up, and like, it, we was like, listen. We were in a big circle, right? So it was no privacy. And at this time, I was I was a grower, not a shower. You know what I mean? I'm a grower, not a shower. So, the girl got up. She was like, "Let me see it. Let me see it." I was like, "Damn, can you like relax? Just chill." And then I was, then they was like, <laughs> they was like, man, Dante, take it too long. He's scared. I like, I ain't scared. I ain't scared. So then the next one, the shit landed on me. And I was like, Kev, I, I, I dare you to go show them your dick. He was like, all right, this motherfucker went to the back of the house, <laughs> into the bathroom. And I, I guess he got to get his shit. I guess, I guess he got to get his shit hard. And then he showed her. And then they came back. I was like, wait a minute. Why? I thought we were supposed to show right here. And I was like, oh, if we can, we can go to the back. We, I shit, let me go to the back too. They was like, nah, Dante, fuck it. Game over. Game over. And I was like, that's, man, that's some bullshit. That's, that's some bullshit. Y'all, y'all didn't let me, y'all didn't, y'all didn't let, I didn't get a chance to go in the back. It was like, nigga, fuck it. The game is over. You fucked it up. I was like, damn. Fuck. All right, fuck it. Ever since then, me and like me and some of the girls, every time they see me, they laugh at me. They like, bitch, I, let me get my shit on hard, and I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, but that was that's my one Kev story. But shout out to Kev, man. Kev is a good dude. Like, from every time that I see him, like he's been all he's always showed me love. You know what I mean? We've all we've done. I've done a couple of different like little stuff with him i was on his show uh when he was doing husbands of hollywood um i got to play one like a stunt double for one of the characters on there one of the guys on there uh, we used to do this prank show at the laugh factory um in hollywood 
Well, like we had like secret cameras, like cameras on the people outside, and I would go outside and and fuck with people, and you know it'd be like a hidden camera show, and that shit was all dope. And you know, shout out to Pookie too. Pookie, for those that don't know, like if you you know go to L.A. or if you you know what I mean, I don't know if Pookie still like. His biggest client is Kevin, so he probably ain't got time for for nobody else. You know what I mean? But Pookie is one of the dudes. He put me on. We did this little. It was on Showtime. It was called Chocolate Sundays. It was hosted by Tommy Davison. Um, they let they Pookie put me on that. It was it was a big deal. It was on Showtime. We were supposed to get you know a couple of different uh, episodes out of it, but I don't know what happened with that show. But it was a dope show. It was it was stand up comedy, and it was sketch comedy all in one, all on one stage. And it was when I tell you it was the dopest thing because it was like some of it. It was like a like a premature. Uh, it was like a SNL meets Comic View. You know what I mean? And it was it was it was just it was like that. But SNL it was like you live in color. Plus Comic View, because SNL, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't watched SNL, and I don't know how long. But it was like a a living color plus uh, Comic View, and it was dope. And it's it's on it's on YouTube. If you guys Google it, go find it. It's called Chocolate Sundays um, Comedy Show. It was it was the dopest thing. It's my first time meeting Tommy Davison. That, that shit was dope. So hard. I loved it. Appreciate it, Pookie. Putting me on my first national TV uh, show. Appreciate it. But I'm glad Kev is doing well. You know what I mean? Glad, like, he got his back together. You know what I mean? He's back walking around. Seems like seems like he's in good spirit. You know what I mean? He got some good dudes around him too. So, so it, it's it's all, that's good energy. Good energy to be around. You know what I mean? Good energy. I, I, I'm mad because I wanted to talk to, it was one of my homeboys. I wanted to talk to him about, you know, being on, going to homecoming. And for those who, who's never been to to a homecoming or if, if you don't have, your college doesn't have a big, like, a homecoming where no matter what year you went to the college, like everybody come back, you know what I mean, and it's kids that are already there, plus people who who went to to that school back in the seventies and eighties. It is like the 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 best thing in the world, and Prairie View Homecoming is just getting is just getting crazier and crazier and crazier because more the more people who who've come through Prairie View. And 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 then it's it's nothing like an HBCU experience. It's it's nothing like it. I don't know. I never I, I never went to any of these you know big D one schools or nothing like that. But Prairie View is such it's such in, it's in the country. First of all, you know what I mean. It's in it's in forty five minutes outside of Houston. So if you go to that school, right? If feels so intimate because nothing's on out there but that campus right and when you go there for three four years the people who you you know go to school with become like family and so no matter what year you go and no matter when you go you always have that small town feel that small town like man this is the people who don't who've never been a prayer of you can't even imagine or can't even fathom what what that small town little community even feels like even the people that that live in Prairie View I know some people that that grew up in Prairie View like how the fuck you go to what how you grew up in Prairie View and go to college in Prairie View like okay (laughs) if you went to Hempstead High School or something and then you go to like you only want to get out of here but it's such a, like a, 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 a like a small town community feel, and it, it, it's like that they instill that 
in you that Prairie View pride from the moment you get there. From the moment you get on campus, it's like they instill that in you that, hey, man, this is PV and we represent and we go hard and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, and I when I first got there, I was kind of, it was like a, not a culture shock, but it was like, dang, all these black people, all these black kids in one area and all we need is some kind of radio and some screw music at the time when I was there or some from some some kind of rapper from Houston, whether it was like Big Pokey or it was Scarface or it was some kind of rapper that was from Houston. If if a song come on, I think it was I think it's a song. It's called September. Dang, I can't remember. I can't remember. But if this song came on, the song is like 20 minutes long, right? The song is like 20 minutes long. And I, when I tell you if that song comes on for anybody who went to Prairie View from, I say, 96 all the way to 2004, if that song comes on, like everybody, you, you go, they're going to go crazy. And I don't know about for people who, who didn't go to school at that time, but they gonna go fucking nuts because <laughs> that song is so live. And as a LA dude, you know, I was straight West Coast. You know what I mean? I'm straight like, what? What is this? But after you hear it so much, and then that song come on, and and then Mug just just go live, and every time <laughs> every time you hear it, they just the people who who you classmates with your roommates your sweet mates and they they go they start going crazy boy this song this song would have you like this song would have you going crazy you'd be like what is this let me see let me see if i could pull something up dang what's the name of that song i can't even remember i wish i i wish it was somebody here um Dang, let me see. Let's see, tell me if y'all can hear this. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I don't even know what this is. This sound like so H Town. Oh, shit! I can see, just hearing this music. I can hear niggas, I can see people dancing. I can see dudes from Dallas grabbing on their knees, popping their booty. Like, I can see all this just from just from hearing this song. Just from hearing this beat. Break them boys off. <laughs> just hearing that, just, like, music is, like, is, is so dope that no matter no matter if you hear a song that go that that's that's just your song that's that music that song no matter what time or when you ever like hear it like it brings you back to that moment where you was like yo this this takes me back to when i was 20 you know what i mean this takes me back to when i was 25 you know what I mean? It always has a like music has a time stamp on it. You know what I mean? And that's another reason why I can't I can't fool with Kanye. Like back to Kanye. It's like I can't I can't get with it cuz I don't I don't know what this music is doing for like kids that's coming up. P- people like in high school when they going to hear this song. Like what kind of memories are they going to have? So, yeah. And college was my 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 favorite my favorite time of my life my favorite time because it was it was where one all my adult friends right all my adult friends um that i still have to this to this day where they i'm still friends with them you know what i mean we we've all kind of grew up you know we have families now we have you know different stuff going on we all still in each other's lives we got all jobs together i mean not jobs together but you know we all like seeing each other grow from you know just coming here when you're 20 and then you are coming when you're 18 and you know now to see people when they 40 it's just like man you grew up 
like dang and then to be able to hear those those same songs at that time take you all back to when y'all was 18 19 20 it is it's freaking dope man like sometimes i wish i could go back to college and sometimes i'd be like man i was so dumb at, at 19 and 20 so dumb and because i grew up uh jehovah witness for those who don't know i grew up jehovah witness i never really celebrated my birthday and i remember when i turned 21 um in houston it was this one club uh See, this will happen when you get old. You start forgetting a lot of stuff. But it was this one club that if it was your birthday, you can call the club, put your name on the list, and anybody who was on your list can get in free. Anybody. Now, for a college student, this was the shit. You got in free, and everybody in your party got in free. And it was like a buffet from like 7 to 8 o'clock. So you got to eat. And then after that, you got to party. So it was dope. It was free buffet, too. If you got there between 7 or 8 or something like that, or 8 or 9, forget what the time was. When you got there, everybody who was on your party, they can come in and eat for free. And I remember on my 21st birthday, I was like, bet, I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to have my party. It was called T-Town. Yeah, it's called T-Town. I was like, you know what? I'm having my party at T-Town. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call up there. I booked it. And when I tell y'all, I went to the mall, it was because my birthday is in January. So, you know, it was, it was kind of cold then. So I went to the mall. I got me this turtleneck that went right. It was all the way up to the bottom of my chin. <laughs> it was all the way to the bottom of my chin. And I bought this like brown leather coat. Boy, and I was in there looking like shaft. I was, boy, you can't tell me shit. I was feeling good. And then I walked in. I was like, yeah, Dante, I'm on the list. It was like, oh, yeah, it's your party. I was like, yeah. Got in there, boy. It was like the best time. I'm talking about my 21st birthday. It, I, I, Man, I had so much fun then. Had super, so much fun. I miss it, and then again, I don't. You know what I mean? I'm glad I, I'm glad I had that experience. So yeah, I want to say if anybody, you got kids that's, that's – uh, on their way to college or you got kids that are um, looking at different colleges not just don't look at I'm not just I am an advocate for Prairie View yes but look at all HBCUs because all HBCUs I'm, they have their own little niche or their own little thing and it's, it's nothing like like having that black college experience or that HBCU experience. It's nothing like it in the world. You know what I mean? It is it, it's, it's by far the best feeling um, to be able to say, yeah, I went to Prairie View. You know what I mean? It's nothing like it. And I remember when I was in high school and I was about to pick um, Prairie View and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Texas to go to Prairie View. People was like, Prairie View, what is that? Like, what? Huh? Like what? What's going on? Where is that? I'm like, oh, it's in Texas, in Houston. Now, like, we got people that's that that came out of Prairie View that are in the spotlight and putting the school on the map. I feel like a lot of people know about Prairie View now. A lot of people were sending they 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 like like oh no, we going to we going to Prairie View. You know what I mean? And it was like I wish, and I remember my I don't know I gotta I gotta call my homeboy Vince. Cause I remember Vince was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is my high school homeboy um, at Crenshaw. He was like, man, I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, man, come to Prairie View. Like he was like, oh man, I should go, huh? I'm like, yeah, man, come on. Let's, let's, we can go out there together and kick it. And he decided not to come, but I want to see like what, where, where did he go and what happened? Cause that was my boy in high school. And also one of my, my, my brother, he went to uh he went to college in um in Colorado and it was like a uh, it was a commuter school so commuter school is they don't have uh dorms on the campus um is is all the apartments they have like like a like apartment buildings like across the street or nearby the school they don't actually have dorms on campus 
but you know you commute to the school hence the word middle school <laughs> so uh, he went to school in Colorado you know he was like he loved it you know what I mean he he, he had a ball you know what I mean it was like he was he was living a college life you know and that was the first time that you know he was on his own and i was even thinking like man shit i'm gonna go to school out there with you too i want to go to colorado and then you know i end up at prairie view and then guess what the year i went to prairie view he came and it was so dope it was it was super dope because i don't know for what i don't know what exactly happened um because he was playing basketball at the school and he decided, yo, um, where you at? I was like, I'm in Prairie View. He was like, bet, I'm coming. I'm like, bet, come on. And here's the, the, the good and the bad about being young. I said, yes, come on. And I had no idea how he was going to get in school. Like, what was the process? I, we, we both, I don't think we had no clue about how he was going to get in school. I didn't know how he was going to get there. I didn't know nothing. And I was just like, bet, come on. And so when he came, he arrived, he arrived at Prairie View, showed up right to my dorm. He had a U-Haul parked outside. It was like the first week before school. So he just, I was like, bet, you can stay in my dorm. And I'm just meeting three other dudes. And I'm like, yeah, my brother going to be staying here with us. And they was like, what? And I was like, all right. He came. And here's here's the thing about um, HBCUs, right? When people look at the the students, or at least the staff, I feel like when the staff sees a young black kid that they're trying to do something they want to get in school, like they see their own kids. They see their own like either brother, cousin, you know what I'm saying? So when he got to the school, like they looked at them, they look at him. He, you know, got a great personality and he found somebody. They enrolled him in school, got him situated with the dorm. And that about time, like he came a week before school actually started. Right. And he stayed with me for that one week about time when school first started on his, on the first day of school, he had, he had got enrolled in school he had got his um, his credits transferred to Prairie View, and he had got housing, and he had got classes, all within that that one week of just driving up there and being on campus and getting enrolled into school. And I was like, and to me, I was to me as a as an eighteen year old kid, I was just like, yeah, come on, it ain't nothing. Like, come on, <laughs> come on to school. It is like. How you how you even decide about that this is this was gonna go all right for him? Cause what if he wouldn't have got to school? He would have just been staying in my dorm for the whole year. He would have just been in my dorm, or we would have figured out a way. And that's why I always say, don't let your own self talk yourself out of doing something. Don't let you talk you out of doing something. Go go and find out and make them tell you no. Make them tell you, oh, no, you can't do this. You know what I mean? And even then, if they say no, find out what, no, why I can't do this? Why can't I? Like, somebody got to explain why, why I can't do this. So don't, don't take no for an answer, man. That, that's, that's, the, that's the lesson. Don't take no for an answer. Because he got in school. He graduated from Prairie View. You know what I mean? He's now uh, um, coaching for the Long Beach City College. And I'm like, just, and he got his bachelor's from, from Prairie View. And I'm like, yo, this is dope. And he, and I, you had to ask him what his experience is like, you know what I mean, from going from the school in Colorado to going to Prairie View because he actually got to see both sides. I didn't, but it, it's just from, him saying, yo, I'm coming up there. And I was like, cool. Come on, let's do it. Let's go. That it is it's a testament to follow your instincts, man. Follow follow what feels right. Or just do what you want to do and let people don't don't let nobody tell you no. Don't let nobody discourage you. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I kind of feel today. And 
So I want to kind of. No, I I say that for another episode. I'll say that for a later time. But this tap in podcast is I, I I I got this platform. I created this platform for myself because I want to be able, I want to be that person to inspire. I want to I want people to be able to hear different perspectives. You know what I mean? I, I I've I'm really I'm all into trying to inspire people to want more you know what i mean i've always in something in me i've always wanted to do that where i wanted to be that that inspiration or or i always look to find like okay what is it that separates this person from this person and if you can get the information on what that person did to become who they are then that can that'll inspire you to do what you want to do and we got to stop telling ourselves no you know what i mean oh i can't do that no, you can. You just gotta. You just gotta figure it out. And if you got, if you're passionate enough about whatever that thing is, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. I guarantee you, your conviction, your time, all that, or, or your conviction of what you want to do or what you want to get accomplished, doors will start opening up because you're following your instincts, right? You're following your instincts and you're going about saying, you know what? I'm not stopping until I get exactly what I set out for. And this is exactly why I created this 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 platform. And it's called Tap In, baby. The Tap In Podcast. So I appreciate y'all for listening in. Um if if y'all want to follow me, I'm on Instagram. If you need to send in a letter saying what you think about it, tap in podcast at gmail uh, dot com. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram, Dante Comedy, D-O-N-T-E Comedy. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of um, the Tap In Podcast. And I want to go out like this, baby. This is how I want to end this podcast. And they may sh- they may shut this down, but I don't give a damn. H-Town, you know what I mean? Taking you back. What is it? November. Is it November or September? What was the name? November 18th? No, that's Drake shit. No, okay. Let me just go back to the regular, the regular Houston H Town rap mix. You know what I'm saying? Them songs that get get you live. June 27th is the doggone song. That's the song. June 27th, baby. We gonna go out like this. Appreciate y'all for listening, baby. And now they might flag this, but I don't care. It's H Town. Uh.